When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And welcome back to your favorite podcast. It's the Five Spot. I'm your host, Donovan McNabb, joined with Armando Segarra. We have a lot to dive into. I'm pretty sure everyone has has, uh, figured out what's going on in Denver, which we still haven't. But from what we've gathered at this particular point, there's a lot of news of uh, frustration, uh, financial um, kind of disparity to trying to figure out a decision of how to go about easing the pain for Russell and the organization and the GM and Sean Payton. Uh, But all in all, this has kind of been handled unprofessionally. Uh, And I say that from playing the position myself of you have a starting quarterback who's the leader of your team and a captain. Um, In the last few weeks, things have kind of spiraled in the wrong direction. And I say that because, you know, we go from the argument on the sideline to uh, not apologizing to what we Russell and I talk about is between Russell and I to the team not looking the same, uh, nail-biting games, uh, but also some games where they just kind of look poor. And, um, you know, was it what we've seen in the beginning of the season now to where we are now? And then we're here now where they're benching Russell uh, and going with a quarterback that has been to two other locations and it hasn't fared well for him, but he gives you the best chance of winning. That seems to be the cliche that all coaches use when they want to bring in another guy uh, and bench their starting quarterback. Uh, Gives us the best chance of winning. Really? Is that how you feel? Armando, all in all, uh, with decisions that's been made, uh, from your standpoint, being uh, a a big-time reporter, what kind of questions would you ask Sean at this particular point? Yeah, no, that's a good that's a good point. But I have to I have a joke and I have to put it in here. It's, <laughs> it's very rocky in Denver right now. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> gotta do that. Uh, it was it's an alley-oop. Um, so and. First of all. At his press conference yesterday, Sean Payton made it seem like he's doing this. He is benching Russell Wilson because Russell Wilson hasn't been playing well and the team needs to use his quote, his words, a spark. He tried to make this seem like this is like any other quarterback benching for a a non-producing player. He went on to say that you can't bench the offensive line. You can't bring in five new receivers. And so you have to change the quarterback. And that's where if I were in that press conference, I would pull out my red flag and a a yellow flag, whatever, some flag, Cuban flag, any flag, American flag, um, and go, no. 
That's BS because it is BS. Right. We we're all adults in the room. We know what you're doing. Right. We know what the history is. And we know that you're lying to us now because it has nothing to do with uh, lack of production. This is a, a team that gave up 70 points, 70 points to the Miami Dolphins and did did Vance Joseph lose his job? Did they say Vance you need to do better? Did did any defensive coach lose his job? Um did any defensive player lose his job, get benched? No. So Russell Wilson who has had his ups and downs this season right is is losing his job because you're not winning because you didn't score on that goal line situation and you decided you didn't call timeout you didn't ask for a replay uh the running back and the offensive line got no push into the end zone and Russell is the guy that's getting yelled at um look the bottom line is Sean Payton and Russell Wilson, that was a weird marriage to begin with. Yeah. <clears throat> and and it's clear that Russell Wilson is not Sean Payton's cup of tea. He's not his guy. He's not his quarterback. Um, he he's he's more than happy to go in a different direction, even which is mind-blowing, even if that direction, forget about Jared Stidham. Yeah, who yeah. is starting this week? Even if that direction is uncertainty, he right. prefers uncertainty uh, in the coming years to the certainty of Russell Wilson, which is mind blowing to me because you might do worse than Russell Wilson, and it suggests that there has to be something underneath there that is not football that just Sean Payton despises about Russell Wilson to the point where he'd rather have uncertainty than what 24, 26 touchdown passes this year, uh, uh, a 98 quarterback rating. He'd rather have uncertainty than that. Well, you know what the funny thing about it, you, you mentioned it. <clears throat> it's something under the layers and under the layers. It mean his, his paycheck uh, the type of person that Russell is. Remember the comments that were made that I want Russell to stop kissing babies and taking pictures and 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 kind of get get into what we're doing, which Russell every Tuesday goes to the children's hospital to spend time with some of the, the kids who are battling um, illnesses, um, have been in the hospital for a while, um, and so on. So for him to make that comment about Russell – and everything that, that he does off the field. Um, and you haven't really coached Russell. You know Russell because Russell was a big fan of Drew Brees. Uh, he was a big fan of Sean Payton. Uh, at one point when he was in Seattle, he, he put up a list of teams that he wouldn't mind playing for. And New Orleans was one of them uh, because he loved the way that Sean and Drew kind of managed the game. Uh, and so when this marriage came about, everyone thought, looked at it as if, oh, well, it's either not going to work or he's going to kind of rejuvenate his career where it'll be more of what we've seen from Drew Brees. And to be honest with you, it was more of what we've seen from Drew Brees in the late 
last four years of his career. Now, Drew's shoulder wasn't health, fully healthy, and he didn't have the power uh, that he must have that he once had once the shoulder injury healed. And for a couple of years, we kept putting up numbers. There were a lot of passes, 15 to 12 and under. And that's what we've seen after the loss, I think, to the Miami. Because remember, they went through it with Buffalo and the Jets. They, they struggle with those particular teams. And then all of a sudden, they get hot. And so when we hear of comments of back in October, they came to Russell about possibly taking a pay cut. And Russell said no, which as a former player in this game, no, I'm not taking no pay cut. It's the contract that I signed, you signed. And why would I take a pay cut? Because I take a pay cut, I'm not going to get that money back because you're going to try to figure out a way to either trade me or get rid of me. He heard the rumblings. I'm sure Russell heard the rumblings. We've heard the rumblings. So Russell went on a tear of putting wins together. And so this organization all of a sudden act like they love Russ, but it got really quiet during that run. And as soon as they started losing, now we're at this particular point. So for you to come out and say he gives us a spark and the best chance of winning, I call BS as well because we all know that Stidham does not because he didn't in New England and he didn't in, in Oakland. And so are you trying to tell me that you're going to try to cover him up because Russell was the problem? And then, you know, you have to question again, is this more about Sean Payton or did they give him an ultimatum and say, you're going to have to make some changes and it's going to have to start with your quarterback and we're going to have to do this at some point quickly. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Well, the, the question now becomes, what does Russell Wilson do? Because I'll be kind of honest with you here, not kind of honest, fully honest. I was disappointed in how he reacted to the shouting on the sideline. Right. Uh, it was. It felt beta male-ish. In that, in that, uh, he kind of just took it and <laughs> in, in disbelief, but he kind of just took it. Uh, you, he, Sean Payton wouldn't have done that to Tom Brady. There would have been <laughs> a yelling match right there on the sideline, and we've seen it from Tom Brady go back and forth with coaches before. There's a bunch of other guys that it wouldn't have happened to. And I understand the idea of talking behind the scenes, but the next week, Russell was asked, did you and Sean talk? And he said, yeah, about the game plan. Um, guess what? That's where I go, well, yeah, we talked about the game plan, but he owes me an apology, and I'm just putting it out there that that's what has to happen because that's not right what he did. And now... Me knowing that a month ago or two ago, they were trying to get me to defer $37 million. I've laid down the gauntlet because I've got the power. I'm the one that's playing well. I'm the one that's been aggrieved. Sean Payton, 
up your game, brother. That's where it's time for Russell Wilson to step forward. And he didn't. He just kind of played the good soldier. He's playing the good soldier now. And I, it, it, it hurts me because I want him to act. I want him to do something to react and not just be the punching bag. That, that's not a good look for an NFL player. Okay, let me let me play both sides of it. <clears throat> Number one, Russell understands the professionalism of being the leader of the team and a quarterback. Um, now, what would be the first comment that was made if Russell got in, in Sean Payton's face and he's pointing in his face and get out of my get out of my and Russell does that and then all of a sudden they come to you know chest to chest and Russell muffs them upside the head. Now, would it be now all of a sudden, this is not like Russell. We haven't seen this side of him. Now, think about this October comment about his contract. You know what that would have led to for Russell? That would have led for him being cut. You mean being where we are right now? Being where we are right now, but they would have cut Russell. And Russell okay. knows that. And I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you, we can sit here and say Tom would do it or Peyton would do it. Remember, those are two particular different type of guys because that's not what's going to happen to them. And so I can remember vividly this video of, of Peyton yelling and cussing at, at receiver coaches, O-line coaches, running back coaches, because the players aren't doing what they're supposed to do. He's not yelling at the players. He's yelling at the coaches. So let's just put Russell in that situation. If Russell were to do that, what wouldn't we say that Russell's um he's uh disobedient, he's he's uh too fiery, we've never seen this from Russ. Like I understand where we're saying it, but yes, behind closed doors, I would have handled that situation. I, now, as far as on the field, yeah, I'm gonna be professional about it. Because that's not going to be a reflection of me if I happen to swing off and hit you upside the face because you disrespect me. I'm going to do what I need to do to help this team win, but we're going to have a conversation. Now, have we ever seen Russ do stuff like that? No, we have not. And so I wasn't expecting Russ to do that. And even when I made the comment about me being in that situation where we were in a meeting and, and I went and talked to the coach, now, do I think Russell would have done that? Yes and no. But it's on Sean Payton to understand, like, that's not the way you handle business. And it was it was more of the onus on Sean Payton than it is Russ. And I won't put any more on Russ as far as what he should have done. But at this particular point, this is about bad professionalism by organization to even come at Russ during the middle of the season. Because if they imagine if they would have made the playoffs, Armando. Let's, let's say they get into the playoffs – they make it to the second round. Everybody's talking about the Denver Broncos and how things change. And then leading up into that second round of the playoffs, this comes out. How bad does the Denver Broncos look if they make it to the playoffs? And then it's like back in October, they asked Russell Wilson to defer his $37 million contract or his, his contract for this year. But Russell said no, which could lead to him being cut this year. Imagine how that looked for the organization. Well, look look how it looks now. They they look like they've done Russell Wilson dirty. They, they have. They, they they totally look that way. They look like a team and an organization 
that is still mathematically uh, in the playoff hunt. Right. That has given up on the year. And so you are still reaching for the playoffs, trying to get in the playoffs. But you're telling me if I'm a Broncos fan, you're telling me you've given up. You don't care about that. You care about 2025. You care about 2025. By the way, when we don't know that Sean Payton will be there in 2025 or or George George Patton, who is, you know, the general manager, because at this at on this arc, they might not. (laughs) It's not going well for them. And Sean Payton, you know, doesn't need the money. So they're they're telling you that their integrity quotient is lacking. When when they're doing this to a player that they signed as the face of the franchise, you know, last year. And I get it. It wasn't Sean Payton who did that. But you know what, Sean? You took the job knowing this was the situation. Right. No one forced you to take that job to sign on to that contract and then say, okay, now. Now that I've got the job, I'm going to go after the face of the franchise because I don't like him, even though he's one of my higher producing players. That is the part that I don't. That's the part that I I I have a hard time with Donovan in that um, he, he is he is producing at a higher rate than a lot of quarterbacks that we call great quarterbacks right now. Let, let me share that with you. His quarterback rating is seventh in the NFL. That's ahead of Josh Allen, Justin Herbert, Matt Stafford, Patrick Mahomes. He's got 26 touchdown passes. That's more than Matt Stafford, uh, Justin Herbert, Jalen Hurts, Lamar Jackson, Geno Smith. Uh He's got eight interceptions. That's less than Geno Smith, Matt Stafford, Tua Tungavailoa, Jalen Hurts, Brock Purdy, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Trevor Lawrence. So uh, I, I he's not dynamic like he used to be once upon a time. Right. He's not throwing the ball deep a lot, probably because y- your receivers kind of suck. Yeah. Um, he's not perfect. But he's better than than Jarrett Stidham. Stidham. Yes. He's he could be better than the guy you got the next two years when you get rid of him. Um, I, I so there has to be something back there somewhere where Sean Payton thinks there's a dislike or something. I mean, is Russell Wilson a jerk? Is, is the guy like poison somewhere? You can't respect them. That's got to be the question because it's not, it can't be football. Your football is not good enough because the football has been okay. What is it? It's the money. It's the money and it's everything outside of the stardom. It's, it's everything outside of a football of why people are jealous or dislike Russell. And then the added bonus is when he starts to, when he struggles a little bit, then people pile on. 
it becomes, oh, Russ hasn't cooked in years. Oh, I mean, everybody's sitting there, you know, thinking Russ is doing this and Russ is doing that. Oh, Russ is out here. It's people that dislike Russell just because he's Russell. And not saying that Sean Payton hates Russell, but when things aren't in his control, meaning he controls everything his guy does. And this is the problem with a lot of these coaches where they try to have their guys on a, on a, on the string. I control everything he does. You know, I know what he's doing and he's not doing this. And watch how now things start to come out about Russell, which it'll be, oh, well, he doesn't watch film or he's not spending enough time or it's going to be a little bit of these examples um, because there was, there was a tweet that's out. Um, won't say any names, but there's a tweet that's out about all of a sudden Russell can't comprehend plays. Like from what offense that Sean Payton runs, uh, they had to dumb down the offense and run uh, a small amount of plays because Russell wasn't, you know, able to adapt to the full playbook. See, this is what I'm talking about when when quarterbacks get in this situation, and and a lot of times it's it's certain selection of quarterbacks that now we want to act like the the guy's dumb, or we act like all of a sudden he can't comprehend, or we act like uh, he's not a leader and people won't follow him. Oh, he, he doesn't put in the time or, um, you know, he, he doesn't understand what being a franchise quarterback is about. But this is a 35-year-old, 36-year-old quarterback who's been playing this game for a while and had some success. So for Russell, this is a tough situation for him to handle, and I've been there, where you're toward the back end of your career, you still feel like you can play. So let me ask you this question. Where does Russell land next? What options does Russell have? Right. So that's a hard question because obviously there's going to be a handful of teams at least that are going to change coaches right. uh, here uh, in the next month or so. And we don't know who's going to be coaching those teams. And so we don't know what, what kind of opinion the organizations will have. Right. And if that opinion fits a former nine-time Pro Bowler or not, um, I don't think that any team will go out there and trade for Russell um, because it, it's already clear that the Broncos are going to have to cut him. Right. Um, and that's another thing. I, if I'm Russell Wilson, I make them cut me. Oh, I don't want to be out. Yes. Right. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Derek Carr made the the Raiders cut him. How did he do that? He left the team. He left the team and said, uh, you trade me. I might not show up. So uh, all of a sudden, no one wanted to trade him and, or trade for him. And so all of a sudden, the Raiders had to cut him. Uh, this isn't new. What what happened? What is happening to Russell Wilson? It has happened to. Uh, like I said, um, uh, uh, Derek Carr, it's happening to Jimmy Garoppolo right now. The the Raiders have basically put him on the shelf because of, because of his money because they're going to get rid of him after the season. And last year it happened to Matt Ryan. Uh, because of the money, the team benched him, and he's out of the NFL right now. And now he's commentating. Exactly. So – 
the team that to me kind of sticks out as as it's currently situated is possibly the Minnesota Vikings. Okay. Uh, they they've got a good defense. They've got great receivers. They've got a good offensive line. Uh, a a a a quarterback that has a certain amount of mobility, which Russell still has, right. can work behind that. The system is really quarterback friendly, um, and they don't want to pay Kirk Cousins prices, so they could easily ask Russell to tamp it down on the <laughs> on the uh, on the contract a little bit, and I think it would fit them. They're also not high enough in the draft order to guarantee themselves right. a uh, you know a premier quarterback pick, so. They might be in position for maybe a Bo Nix, but I personally, that team is not four years away. It's a right now kind of team. So let's do it right now. Uh, so that team comes to mind. Um, Atlanta, depending on the coach, Las Vegas, depending on the coach, maybe, maybe New Orleans, depending on the coach. Um, you know, there's there's potential situations where Russell kind of fits, depending on what the coach. Uh, obviously, he's not going to uh, to a place that has a coach like Sean Payton. Let's put it that way. <laughs> you know, what? I look at it in a sense, and uh, we're at this particular point for Russell in his career of possibly being a uh, either a backup. Um, Maybe a kind of a doorstopper where you draft a young quarterback early, you bring a veteran in to kind of teach him the ropes of how to prepare, put the time in, uh, understand the game a little bit more um, in, in that regard. And so that's when I look at possibly Carolina um, to get down there and help out Bryce Young. Uh, I, I look at Atlanta like you talked about. Uh, but I think Atlanta's going to make some moves. I think they're going to probably try to put uh, pits in on the trading block to try to get some picks to try to move up a little bit. Uh, Ritter is just inconsistent. Uh, and then I don't know what happened with Heineke. Um, they gave him a chance and it just went south. I think also, I think in this regard, only because I think the Bears will take that first pick and then they will trade off that next pick to get more picks. And I think either they get Marvin Harrison Jr. or if they decide to get Caleb, then I think you need you need a, a veteran presence. And so Chicago could be a selection, depending on how they go about it with Justin Fields um, in Chicago. So I look at those particular destinations for, for Russell. Um, but all in all, this is just bad. This is the bad for the NFL. It just comes off bad. It, it's it's not handled correctly. It's all through the media now where everybody now is going to be watching the Denver Broncos for the last couple of weeks to see what's going on with Stidham and if he's deserving of still being in the league. Um, and this, this move that makes for Sean Payton, because I believe it was more of either it's either him or it's me, and it's not going to be me. So, yeah, we're going to bench Russell and continue. Let me, let, let me, and I'm sorry to interrupt. I don't think Russell Wilson is going to be a backup to well, anybody. I, I, I say, well, remember, 
we're not backups. So that's part. That's the only part of this whole deal. And I'm so glad that you brought it up because that's where the mentality of these GMs and coaches where they know you come in and you can compete with the starter. Like you're probably going to outduel the starter, but that's something that they're going to present to Russell. Are you willing to be backup? And Russell's going to have to make that decision and either say yes or will I have a chance to compete as a starter? And as a veteran quarterback in this league, and I, I went through it at the end of my career, we don't see ourselves as backup. We don't even know what backup, like that's never been in our position, our DNA. So the question will be, will I have a chance to compete with the starter? And some organizations, some GMs will say no, because he's our guy. And some will say yes, just because they need you there. But when you get there, if you happen to get there and you out duel them, it's going to be like, uh, this is going to be tough. This, you know, he's, we're going to go with the young kid, but we need you to be ready. Yeah. Uh, like, like Carolina, that doesn't, I can't see that. In well, Carolina. only reason I say Carolina, because his, his options are going to be so limited because of what you said, they're not going to bring Russell in to Buffalo. They're not going to bring Russell into the Jets. They're not going to bring Russell in to Kansas City. They're not bring, you know what I mean? They're not bringing Russell into that. And then also, he's not going to Jacksonville. He's not going to Houston. He's he's not going, you know, he's not going to Indy. Like so it's going to be so limited for Russell at this particular point where he may be down to, you know, the Carolinas, the Bears. Um and I won't even bring Vegas in there. I don't think in with the with the Vegas Raiders, I don't think that will be an option either. And so I just think for Russell, it's going to be a small window, a small portion of of who will offer him. Because I've been there, I, I've all I've been there, and I understand it. Where you'll get a few options, and they'll call your agent, and your agent, and hey, well, you know, Jacksonville or you know whoever, Oakland, you know, Oakland when they were there, and how bad they were. Or Buffalo, how bad they were. Uh, well, those are our options. It's like I'm not going to play there. Like, no, thank you. You, you know what's amazing is next off season we're going to be talking, and teams are going to teams that didn't get their guy in in the draft to be their you know franchise quarterback. Right. They're going to be talking about Russell Wilson, Drew Locke. Baker Mayfield, maybe if Tampa doesn't re-sign him quickly, um, those guys, those guys are the maybe even Jacoby Brissett, um, guys that and Jacoby Dobbs. Brissett is probably below those those other guys, um, but they're going to be talking about those guys as possible bridge quarterbacks to whatever it is down the road. Kirk Cousins is another one. If he wants to continue playing, people will be talking about him. Um, they're all flawed. They all have issues. Uh, but of those, Russell's, Russell Wilson is fine in that group. I mean. Yeah. But, again, <laughs> but again, think about the financial aspect of it and then his stardom. And that's part of the, that's the part of it that no one really focuses on. You can't bring Russell into a building where you have a young quarterback that's kind of been up and down and inconsistent, and you bring Russell's stardom, his name into that locker room where they automatically know what kind of person Russell is, 
where the team is going to rally behind Russ. So if the quarterback that's out there struggles, now all of a sudden it's like, hey, hey, coach, like, why don't we go with – we got to go with Russ. Like, we can't we can't continue to, to go through this. And as a coach and a GM who's invested so much in the, the starter young kid, you're not going to go with Russ because now that kills his confidence and that, that just kills his future in that organization. Yeah, I think that's also on Russell. Because Russell, it's out of our control, though. It's out of our control. No, it's what we've done, it's what we've he, done and accomplished. Well, I mean, if a team, if I'm Russell Wilson, and suddenly I'm shorter than than I am, um, and <laughs> <laughs> and, <laughs> and uh, and a team says, "Hey, can you come in?" We're going to have you sit behind Bryce Young. <laughs> I'm like, no, no, thank you. I'm not doing that. Uh, or we can have you come in and compete with, I don't know, somebody. No, Russell Wilson is going to get a chance to start somewhere. True. Trust me. Trust me on that. He will. And that's where he's going to go because the whole backup or even fight for a starting job, I don't think that fits. I don't think that's a fit uh, for Russell Wilson. Not that he's great, but up here, he's not going to go, I'll fight for a starting job or or I'll be the bridge, you know, or I'll be the mentor quarter. That's not him. That, that I don't believe that's him. I, that's I could be wrong, but yeah, yeah, it's not any of us, Armando. And that's, that's the issue. The issue will be not so much if, if it's him, mm. The issue will be the opportunities will be limited for him. And if he wants to continue to play this game, sometimes you got to eat a little bit of crow. And for me, I like battling injuries, and I had a few options, and I had a few teams that I had on my list of where I was going to go or where I wanted to go. But it was, hey, how long are you until we make the decision? And we want to check out our backup situation. We want to check out you know, our quarterback room and, and see what kind of what we we can do. You're one of our first on our list. And these are things he's going to hear. He's going to hear, you know, you're you're at the top of our list, but we want to still see what we have right now going through OTAs and mini camps. Um, how long till maybe you make a decision? And it's going to be, you know, either, you know, I'm going to sit out the year and kind of wait and see, or, you know, if Russell is even thinking about, possible retirement he'll give a deadline he'll give a deadline and so think about this for Russell Russell's not going to be in a situation like Baker Mayfield was he's not going to be in a situation where the Tampa Bay Buccaneers just like they had Kyle Trask he's not going to be in that where it's like okay we can bring Russell in he's going to compete for the starting job which he'll probably win it um and then you know Russell will be our starting quarterback but we still have a valuable backup not a lot of teams are like that right now and, and they're going to lose a lot of coaches. They're going to lose a lot of a lot of quarterbacks. Now, think about it for this instance. Say they trade Mac Jones in New England. Do you think they draft Caleb Williams, or do they bring in a guy like uh, Russell? Remember, they did the experiment with with Cam Newton when they drafted drafted Mac. That's not going to happen because he'll end up being like Cam. It's going to be well, as soon as you mess up, up oh, you messed up again. Oh, well, let's get the young guy ready. Because now that conversation on the outside starts. 
So it's going to be a limited window for him. And I feel bad for him, but this is what he, this is the situation that he's going to be in going through this offseason. Okay. So who's coaching the Patriots? Because we don't. Bill. Bill's going to Bill. Bill's given that great. He's going to have that grace period for the success that he's had where they're not going to release him. Think, how can, how can Bill be released with some of these other coaches that are going to be fired? Like the Ron Rivera's, um, you know, the list goes on of coaches that are going to be fired. And then you're going to say, well, Bill Belichick was fired or Mike Tomlin was fired with all these other coaches that have, haven't had the success that they've had. And that's another thing that I want to bring up. How about the Pittsburgh Steelers for Russell? Uh, yeah, their commitment to Kenny Pickett is kind of solid right now. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah I mean... It, their backups, remember, their backups, are you going to keep Trubisky? No. No. Is is uh, is uh, Rudolph, is it Rudolph, Mason Rudolph, is, is he is he going to be there? They didn't even really want Mason Rudolph there in the first place, but he looked better than all of them. Yeah, but that that is definitely a a that that would be a a formula for controversy, and I don't think Mike Tomlin is about that. Um, uh, he, he's that, not about that. right, but that's what it's going to be when when Russell signs with whatever organization. It's going to be controversy. What does this mean for the so-called starting quarterback? With Russell coming in. Russell's not coming in and just having one or two good years. Uh, he's been in the league for 10 years. Or, you know, he's been, had a winning season one time. No, Russell's a nine-time Pro Bowler who's who's a future Hall of Famer, who's won a Super Bowl, uh, who's been in two Super Bowls. Like, it, these are things that Russell piles up on his resume. So when he walks through your door... People are going to be like, oh, we have Russell Wilson in the B. He's going to help our quarterback situation. And think about it. Did Kenny Pickett really get the uh, support from his team this year? Absolutely not. He did not. And I don't think he'll get the support going into the offseason because Mason Rudolph came in and, and added a spark. you know. And so what happens this week? Does Mason Rudolph again get the ball to the receivers, which they've been complaining? Then now we go into the offseason if Pittsburgh makes it to the playoffs or not, and it becomes what are our other options besides Kenny Pickett? Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm just saying, Russell Wilson, if he goes, mark my words, he's going to go somewhere as a starter, period. That's it. Uh, that, and then I, I said, I don't see it, him humbling himself. I've been there. I don't I don't see him I don't see him humbling himself to I'll fight for a job even. I don't see I definitely don't see him being the backup coming in. I that I I cannot my I cannot wrap my arms around that. I can't. I maybe I have a bad outlook on what might happen or what is likely to happen, but he is going to be somebody's starter it, next year. The from from day one. Um, okay. Uh, uh, OK, so thank you for accepting that I'm correct all the time. Uh, no, no, no. I'm just going by. We're going to come revisit this whole deal when we get to the whole <laughs> season. It's going to be a conversation with us. 
But let's this last topic. Let's hit this one uh, because I think this is a great story of the Cleveland Browns and Joe Flacco of what we've seen. And speaking of what we just talked about, possibly this offseason for Russell, here's Joe Flacco that's been ever since the Super Bowl. It's been so up and down for Joe. And I've known Joe. Uh, Joe's a great guy, real kind of even kill. But for this opportunity of coming and working with Kevin Stefanski uh, and Amari Cooper and Hunt and all of these guys, and to put them in the position that they've been in, 300 yards passing in pretty much every game that he's played uh, since he's been there. How impressed are you with Joe Flacco? And does that now put them in a position where they're a Super Bowl contender? So I'm going to be honest. I'm more surprised than impressed because I guess I saw Joe Flacco with the Jets and it wasn't good. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, it, it wasn't good. But what I guess now that has opened my eyes to is a player like a Joe Flacco who has seen everything, still has a lively arm. He's a young 37 or 38, whatever he is. Not mobile, but can move in the pocket. And then he's playing in front of, or behind a great, a really good offensive line. That works. And he's playing with Amari Cooper, who's a really great wide receiver, and David Njuku, who's a really outstanding tight end. Yeah. That works. You put talent around those guys, and that guy really, really, you know, works. Right. Um, and and I and if it keeps working, mark my words, they're gonna go to the playoffs, right? Yeah. If he gets hot and it goes bonkers, like it did one of the times that he went to the playoffs and he ended up holding a Super Bowl trophy, there's gonna have to be a conversation in Cleveland. Uh we got a guy that took us to the playoffs, even if he goes to the uh, the doorstep of the Super Bowl and falls back. Deshaun Watson, could he do this? Why do we have him when we could have him? Are we really going to discard the guy that took us to the playoffs and maybe to the AFC champ, whatever? That conversation, despite the fact that the Cleveland Browns are paying Deshaun Watson a ransom, got to happen that that talk has got to happen and it's going to be uncomfortable well let, let's let's go into it because it reminds me of the Carson Wentz and Nick Foles deal so you know you have your franchise quarterback in in Carson uh Nick Foles comes in after injury uh leads them to a Super Bowl and gets a Super Bowl win then next year Carson comes back and um you know they they get things going uh, then he gets he gets hurt again, and Nick Foles comes in, and he was he was a couple drops away from possibly making it back to the NFC Championship. And so, um, the thing that that really bothers me with this whole deal is uh, there, that decision that's going to be made is going to be very similar to what we talk about with Russell, um, with Deshaun. But Deshaun's going to come back, and he's going to be the starter. But you have a valuable backup. And Joe Flacco, and he's now put himself in a position to be rewarded to win that backup position or possibly be the starter to allow Deshaun to get healthy 
and depending on how he plays in that first part of the season where he'll be your starting quarterback. So I love what Joe's doing. He's showing that the older guys uh, still can play this game a bit uh, and lead his team. But I love the way their defense is playing, and I love the way Stefanski's calling the offense uh, because he is running the football and he's doing the, uh, the quick game as an extension of the running game. But he's taking big shots and utilizing his arm. And Amari Cooper is stretching the field, and Joku is running down the middle of the field. Uh, and they're utilizing their weapons the right way in Cleveland. Yeah, I'm not saying that the Browns are going to get rid of Deshaun next year, right? right. That's going to happen. They can't. He's right. got a fully guaranteed contract, and it's you can't touch it. It's, it's ironclad. Yeah. Um, and honestly, I think Joe Flacco would be open to being the backup. Uh, yeah. I really do. Yeah. Uh, yep. So he fits in that in that regard. Right. But what I am saying is that the moment Deshaun Watson struggles or has two or three games that it doesn't it doesn't remind people of of, of 2020 or whatever right. last great year was, the conversation will be let's go with Joe. Yeah. He's yeah. he's good yeah. last year. He, he took us to the playoffs. Let's go with Joe. And I think that's kind of a, a – sometimes teams do dumb stuff. Yeah. To, to like uh, – I don't know. They're not thinking. Like a couple of years ago, the Miami Dolphins have Xavier Howard, who's a great cornerback. They signed the guy from the Dallas Cowboys. I forgot his name. Uh, the uh, it was uh, Jones. It was, it was Jones, right? He was a safety. Uh, no, no, he was a cornerback. He was a corner, but they moved him to safety in Miami, and he was hurt. He battled injury. got paid. He was hurt the whole time, yeah. but the second that they signed him for more money than what Xavier Howard got, the issue was with Xavier Howard, well, you know, I need more money. It, yeah. Moves aren't done in a vacuum. Right. Teams have to understand that when you pick and you add one guy, it affects the whole. Yeah. And – if you sign Joe Flacco to be your backup quarterback, you have to know that that is putting pressure on Deshaun Watson because the second he's starting not to play well, if he doesn't play at a certain height throughout, there's going to be a quarterback controversy. Yeah. And you authored it as a team. You're the, you're the folks that brought the ingredients together to make the recipe for that controversy. Well, you can't you can't overlook what he's been doing. So he's rewarding of that opportunity. I think the the quarterback room right now is kind of understanding what Joe's doing. And if Deshaun is their guy, that Deshaun is their guy. Joe, Joe is going to be have that opportunity to be there. And and the quarterback controversy is going to happen no matter what. And that's what going back to what I talked about with Russell and that's what I was talking about a little bit member Kenny Pickett if that happened in Pittsburgh, you know it's going to happen, but you have a valuable backup. But let's go ahead and wrap the show up. Uh, it's going to be so exciting to, to get you after the new year and see how you're feeling because there's going to be a lot of big storylines uh, going into the new year in 2024. I want everybody to be safe. I want everyone to enjoy. Kiss the babies. Hug your wife. Hug your family. We're going into a new year. We're truly blessed to have this opportunity to see a new year. So happy new year to everyone. Join us back here on Tuesday here at the five spot where a lot of things are going to happen. 
And Armando is going to have a lot to eat and tell us exactly what he ate on New Year's. <laughs>